Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Wow, man, how good has God been to me? You know, today, let me get right to it because I'm um, kind of feeling this today, and I'm pretty sure that says quite a few of you who go through the same things. Today, today was just a little tough morning for me because... I didn't want to leave home yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay home a little. I had just gotten home. You know, I got to go again. And sometimes, you know, just the weight of all that you have to do just gets on you sometimes. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it today. Huh? You know, I'm just talking to those who feel this way every now and then. And I'm assuming that would be everybody because I don't know nobody who can just plow through this thing without having those days. Well, what do you do when it gets hard to stay up? What do you do when it gets hard to be positive? What do you do when it seems like things aren't happening for you fast enough or in the time frame that you thought was going? What do you do? And the reason that I guess I chose to uh, speak about this this morning is because I'm having one of those days because I had one of those days yesterday. It was just a tough day. I really can't explain it. It's nothing really in particular bad happened. It's just I think uh, the weight of of all that's going on uh, started to feel heavy to me. Um. And so what do you do when you when, when you have days like that, when it's hard to be positive, when it's hard to stay up? Okay, here's what I had to start doing this morning. Now, I haven't completed it. Um, can I just be real with you? I haven't completed it, but I am processing it out because I know what to do. You know, been there, done that. I done had that pain before I know what to do. You know, if I sprain my finger, I know what to do now. You know, the first sprain I had, oh, Lord, I thought it was broke. I thought I was going to be handicapped. But now if I sprain my finger, I know what to do. So since I've been in this position in this hole so many times before, and God has always gotten me through it, I decided I've got to start the process today. Here are some things. Uh, Now I'm going to get to the big one last. And one of the things I do is I remember the plan. Sit down and I consciously think about the goals I've set. I go over them. See, I've got mine down on the iPad so I can pull them out anywhere I am and pull them up. And I've got two lists that I've made. I've got a list of things that I know I can accomplish if I just keep working hard. And if some couple of things just fall into place that I can see. Then I got a list of things that I'm planning on accomplishing. And then I have a second list. And the heading of this list is called Only God Can Help Me Now. And on this list is things that I'm aspiring for or things that I'm hoping to, that in order for them to happen, I absolutely have to have God's help. That's my favorite list. It's the list that I have of the things that I don't see no way it can happen. I'm just operating on faith and the hope that God hear me. 
And so sometimes, man, when you got to when I have this list of what only God can help me now, that list is stuff that I cannot see. I'm just operating on faith that God is so much bigger than me, that he's so much more capable than I am that I can actually acquire some things in my life as he's proven to me time and time again up to this point that he's willing to do for me if I'm willing to just give him some of my life. That's the only way I can explain my existence today. You know, I was uh, I began the conversation with my wife. How do I write a book that becomes so wildly successful? That would be God. That's only God. Because if you can plan to sit down and write a wildly successful book, I'd have been and sat down and did it. And so would you. So that would be God. How it got purchased to become a movie when that was not my intent when I wrote the book at all. Again, that would be God right there. It has to be. Because if, if I can't explain it and it is by no doing of my own, then who did it? So when I get down in days like this, I remember the goal. I remember the plan. I remember the journey. I think about of all the things God has brought me through. How did I even get to this point? Yeah, I might be having a little bummer of a day. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday. Yeah, my biorhythms is off, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I'm just having one of those days. I feel a little bit heavy. I need a vacation real bad. I need some time off to just go and regenerate. But right now, man, I ain't got that. So guess what I do? I got to start remembering the plan. I got to start remembering the goals. I got to start thinking about all the things that God has done for me and how he's brought me this far and the blessings that I have instead of what I don't have. And that's what I'm in the process of doing this morning. And on the commercial breaks, I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to go over my two lists and I'm going to read my little list of what I think I can accomplish. And I'm going to really read that only God can help me now list because that's the list that's big. That's the part where I've been telling y'all. I said, quit telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big your God is. See, and that's what I got to sit down and do this morning. And then sometimes, man, you got to stay still. That's the other part. You got to stay still. You got to quit moving for a second. Because sometimes it feel like you're running on a treadmill. And you really ain't. You're going somewhere, but it feel like you're running on a treadmill. Well, when they, when you get that feeling, sometimes you got to stay still. And then when you stay still, sometimes you got to fight to stay positive. Sometimes you got to fight not to let the devil win. You're in a fight. Remember, I told you this now. You're in a fight now. So he's trying to get you to get on that positive train so he can get you off the faith train. So God's delivery package that's coming to you built on your faith that you can, he can shake your faith and get you to thinking negative. And then he wins, see. So when you start feeling negative, just know that that's the other force trying to throw you off track. And when you get through with all that, here's the key, the big one. You want me to tell it to you? You got to pray, man. You got to pray. You got to take it to God. You got to say, hey, God, look, I'm having one of these days. I need your help. I got business to take care of. You got blessings in front of me. You got stuff you done shipped to me. You got blessings and packages that's on the way. I need to be sitting on Faith Street so I can receive the delivery when it get there. What I don't want to do is be it on be on Doubted Way or, 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 or Lack of Understanding Parkway or Pity Parkway or some, some street like that and the package keep going by. I need to be standing and sitting on Faith Street. So when you drop that package down to me, I can go on and get it. 
You feel me? You got to pray. You got to stay still. You got to fight to stay positive. You got to remember the plan. You got to go over the goals. Come on, man. God done brought you too far. Come on. Pick yourself up today. I'm talking to Steve Harvey this morning. I hope y'all didn't mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to pop off. Now, let me say this. What a great day it is to be alive. What a great day it is to be grateful. We are all both of those you're definitely alive. All you need to do is plug in the gratitude thoughts and let's get this thing started, man. What this means is we've all lived to see another Easter. Thank you, Lord, for that. Yeah. Everybody survived another Easter. Everybody got another day under their belt. I mean, what? How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Kill Spates, uh, call him Junior, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy, yours truly. Junior, uh, yeah. what's on your mind? You know, uh, you know, Easter was Sunday, man. How was Easter when you was growing up? Like, how, oh. when did it start and when did it end? Oh, what was the Easter, songs they were singing? Easter was a <laughs> wonderful experience uh, until Sunday night. Oh. Sunday night was the Easter play. And uh-huh. uh, uh, Easter speeches. <laughs> Everything was good up until the end. Easter was one of my favorite holidays. We got a new suit. I got a new suit each, each Easter. My favorite suit was created by Sears called the 10-in-1. Oh, wait a minute. It had a vest, a jacket, and pants, and all three pieces was reversible. Boy, yeah. Shut up. boy, I wanted one of them. <laughs> With everything in me. <laughs> and boy, little blue cheese was real creative back then. Yeah. I would wear them pants inside out. And I don't know if you've ever worn reversible pants, but they ain't the best, no. they ain't the best built. One side the zipper works perfect. Oh. Yeah. The other yeah. side, you got to work with the zipper. Okay. And uh and, 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 trouble for a boy because you know you wait till the last minute to go to the bathroom situation you've seen me trying to figure out 
how to pee over them pants or down through the pants leg because oh, I couldn't goodness. get that zip on. And ain't either one of them things possible. But in your little dumbass young mind, you trying to work that out. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. Uh, Palm Sunday. I like Palm Sunday because we used to uh, we used to have a uh, whip contest because we used to beat each other with the palms. All the kids. Did. <laughs> no man. And uh, that's what Palm Sunday was. Us. So I want to. I stood in line. I used to go around and get my palm back because I need a longer palm because uh, uh, Paul Walker and them, them them boys was fast. So I'd have a longer whip so yeah. I could get their ass on their way out from getting me. And uh, that was pretty much Easter was, and then it was time for Easter speech. And the years that I studied, it was a nightmare. I oh, took no. so long to do, they rolled the stone away. I did the roll the stone away speech one mm-hmm. Easter that took all of 15 minutes. And uh, <laughs> the following Easter, Sister Meraldine gave me just Jesus wept. And that was, uh-huh. and that was, that uh, that was 30 seconds. <laughs> Because Jesus started with a J. Never get a person a J that stutter. J, S, and P. You fit to be up in there for a minute. Got it. All right. Uh, Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start off the show with Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it is time now to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back and the nephew. What you got, Nev? We're going to the electric company, Shirley. That's that aqua boogie current. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Quincy please. This is. Hey, how are you? My name is Maurice. Maurice calling you from the power company. How you doing today? I'm all right. What's up? Well, listen, we're doing some testing in your neighborhood. We're trying to make sure we don't have to actually shut the power down out there. And uh, we're, we're calling around to uh, quite a few people in your neighborhood running some tests on individual homes and making sure the uh, electricity is running correctly. Um, can I get you to do a few things for me and see if uh, and the, and the quicker we get through with this, sir, and it's a possibility we won't have to turn your power off at all. I know you don't want us to have to come out and turn power off and you got stuff in your refrigerator that can spoil and things like that. So we want to try to get this done and hopefully the power with the, with the test that we run, it'll, it'll, it'll run correctly and we won't have to do anything, okay? Uh, I don't know nothing about no electricity, though, you know what I'm saying? So No, 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 I understand yeah. that. Don't worry about that. All right. Uh, here's what I need you to do. Now, how big is your house? What do you, how many bedrooms you got? Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Now, uh, you have upstairs, downstairs? It's two story. Okay. All right. So here's what we need to do. Um... If you can... This ain't going to take long, though, right? I got it because I'm in a hurry, man. I ain't going to have a lot of time. No, no, no. This this, 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 this won't take long at all, sir. Can okay. I get you to take your breaker and shut down everything upstairs? And we're going to run a test on the stuff downstairs right now. It'll be real quick. All right. Just shut, just shut everything off? I want you to keep the downstairs open and keep that so we can, so we can run our test on this thing. All right. Everything's shut. Everything's down. Okay, you, you turned off Everything. upstairs. I just turned off all the switches. Okay. I need you to uh, turn on your television and then turn it off downstairs. How many TVs you got downstairs? I got two TVs downstairs. Let's turn them both on. Hang on. Just turn them on? Yeah, just turn them on. You got them on? I got one on. Hang on. Let's try to turn that other one on. All right, they both on. Okay, now you got a microwave in your kitchen? Yeah, I got a microwave. Okay, turn that on. It's already on, man. I can see the lights on. It's got the clock on it. That's got that double atron thing that's going through there. It's a whole different type of current. I just want to. Man, I don't know nothing about what you're talking about, but I got to get to work, man. So the microwave's on. It's running. No, no, no. I want you to actually turn it on. I want you to actually 
push like a minute or two on that thing. What's that got to do with anything, man? Come on now. I mean, what I got to do? No, this is a test, sir. What I don't want to have to do is come out there and turn your power off. And I don't right, want to do that. You got a lot of food in your fridge, I'm sure, right? All right. Hey, look, it's on. Microwave's on. TV's on. Okay. Now, open your refrigerator. Man. The electricity works downstairs. Okay, but listen, now, I know, but what we got to do is we got to make sure that this stuff isn't overpowered. Now, can you open your refrigerator? Yeah, yeah man. Do you see the uh, button? You can push it and the light will go out. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, man. You ain't got nobody to just be able to check something outside, man. I mean, I'm in the fridge. I, I understand, but push that button five times for me and see what it does. The the what the the light button? Yeah, push that light button five times. Come on, man. Uh, is it, did it go off and on every yeah, time? Yeah, it's did off it? and on, man. Actually, ain't nothing wrong with the refrigerator. The refrigerator's plugged in, man. Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Right there, if you're in the kitchen, turn your sink on for me. Turn the sink on. What they got to do with electricity, man? Well, see, that's a nitro current. That's a nitro current. You wouldn't understand that, but I need you to turn that on for me, too. Just turn it on full blast. Got it on? I got it on. Okay, now go in your master bedroom. I can turn it off? No, let that water run. Go in your master bedroom and go in the bath for me. I appreciate you helping me out on this. Man, Quincy. come on, man. Quincy, I appreciate you. I'm in you a hurry. I mean, everything, it's, everything's working. I'm in, the, I'm in the bath. What's up? Okay. Flush that toilet for me, Quincy. Say what? Flush that toilet for me. Flush the toilet? Yeah, flush that toilet. It ain't even electrical. What it is, it's an it's a, it's a aqua boogie Man, look, you need to get somebody. I'm, okay, I'm going to flush the toilet. It ain't no electrical plugs or nothing in this area, man. Right, I understand that. You don't see what it is. This is an aqua boogie current that flows through that water. Fl flush that thing for me one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Toilet works, man. You ain't got nobody in the area that could come out here and just check this shit out, man. Quincy, I'm trying my best not to come out and and, 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 and and turn your power off. And I know you got somewhere to go. How you gonna like turn you my to... power off, man? You supposed to be making sure the power stay on. Quincy, do you have a blender? Yeah, I got a blender, man. I got a blender, I got a TV, I got a refrigerator, and they all work. The toilet works, everything works. All right, what I want you to do is get this blender, and we'll just throw you a few cues of eyes or something in there and turn that thing on for me. Come on, man. We're almost done. I got to get to work, man. This is just a blender. Come on, man. This is some bullshit. Yeah, that's that isometric current. Oh, that's that you walk in this house, man. Good. You need to check the next house. You don't have no problems with no smoothies or nothing in that thing, do you? You serious? Man, what the hell that got to do with anything, man? I got to get to work. You I understand. I understand. Listen. Be a minute, man. This is going too far. Okay, Have somebody okay. come out here or do this because I need to get to my job. And I, I, and I understand that. Job, but I, I can just call and have people go through the damn house playing scavenger hunt. I got to get to work. Okay, now listen, Quincy, one last thing. Are you able to shut that breaker, put that breaker back on, and then shut off downstairs and then go upstairs and check some stuff for me? Shut off what? Shut off the breaker downstairs. Go ahead and turn it off. I'm not shutting off no breaker downstairs. I shut off the one upstairs. We didn't turn on every damn thing down here. You didn't have me. I got the blender. I didn't turn on the microwave, the refrigerator. Come on, man. Flushing the toilets and I got to get to work. Quincy, I need you to lose this attitude you got. I need you to get somebody down here to do this. My electricity in my house work. It worked for you. Call me. The only thing ain't work is my ain't at work because I'm here doing this bull. Play it off and on. Get somebody in here. This Work. Now don't piss me off and make me turn it all the way off. Piss you off. My sh work. And when I get back from work, my sh still should be on. I got one more thing I need to say to you, Quincy. It better be the last thing. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Gail.
Gail better be in a witness protection program, man. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> let me turn this water off, man. You got me. Oh. <laughs> let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Rihanna and ASAP are still together, okay? Forget those rumors you've heard. They're, they're still together, all right? Woo! It was a long weekend, long Woo. Easter weekend, worried about Rihanna and them. Uh, and Viola Davis is being mocked for her portrayal as First Lady Michelle Obama. Uh, and Coachella wow. Music Festival is back. Yeah. Coachella. Uh-huh. Plus, a friendly reminder, please, to check out our favorite new TV show. Here we go, Judge Steve. It is tonight, 8, 7 Central on ABC and Hulu. Yes, we'll talk about all of these stories <laughs> at the top of the hour. <laughs> but right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building, ready for your love questions. This one is from Tony. In Minnesota, Tony writes, I'm 44 and I've been divorced twice. Both marriages ended because my husband's cheated on me. When I meet guys, they joke about it being my fault and say that I can't keep a man. I hate that. I, I hate that I'm being judged for my ex-husband's being trifling. How do I address my past when I meet men? Do I not mention it at all? First of all, stop allowing people to hold you to your past. Yeah. Don't do that. See, I I used to make that mistake too. I used to let people. I remember you when you. So you. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you, oh, you spiritual now. I remember when you. Yeah, I remember all that too. But this is who I am now. Uh, mm-hmm. Stop letting people hold you to your past. You know, you had two trifling husbands. It can happen. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. That oh, you can't keep a man. No. I've made a mistake picking men, and with you going at it this rate, you're going to help me not make a third mistake. Thank you very much. (laughs) Bye. And it's not you that can't keep a man. It's just that the men you've selected have been inadequate, and that's all it is, and move on. And you don't have to to address nothing. So you just ask any man that brings it up, hey, look, you want to talk about them or you want to talk about us? You, You decide. I love you decide. it. I love it. Because you in my face, I'm pretty sure you didn't have somebody too. Yeah, she's 44. All right. Yeah. Thank you for that, CLO. Moving on to Beth in Florida. Beth writes, my husband doesn't communicate effectively, so I started snooping around, and I'm shocked at what I discovered. I found a performing-enhancing drug in his work bag, and he said he was ashamed to tell me that we need it. Why keep this from me? Hmm. You ain't got to know all that now. So yeah. is that he, by he, Well, see, he ain't been keeping it from you. You've been huh? getting it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you've been getting it. It's not up to her standards. Yeah, he ain't got to tell you that, you know, he was ashamed to tell you. So what? You know, he just trying to make things happen, you know? That's mm-hmm. all. You're reading too much into it. You what, know. What do you think she's reading into it? She's she's 
Well, first of all, the only thing she could be reading into it is why does he need this? Uh-huh. Because he's suffering from a very common problem. Mm-hmm. And so he get, he went and got himself some help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you found it in his bag. And, you know, it's, you can have it in your bag, your car. All right, Beth in Florida, moving on to Mallory in Bastrop. Uh, Mallory says, I let my sister borrow a wig to attend a church banquet. Uh, she got my wig cut into a bob and dyed it black without asking me first. I'm down one good wig. I know the horror of it all. I'm down one good wig and she refuses to pay me my uh, $250. Should I embarrass her on Facebook or whoop her behind? <laughs> Those are your I think choices. the ass whooping would be better. Me. No. Yeah, I think that ass whooping would be better, but I really don't see what you fighting about a wig for. Have you tried the bob on though? Because it might be cold. Sis might sis might know something. You need to try that bob on. Your face might not be shaped right. It might be an inch too short. And then it's gonna look like a bold haircut sitting on you. But that bob might be cute though. You might want to just try it on. But Give your it a sister chance. Was, yeah, your sister was wrong, but you're not. she ain't going to pay you the 250 She put the wig on, ain't really like it. Mm-hmm. You who know, it's 250 now you down one good wig. And who ball wigs? Who is wigs, the, yes. Even if it's your sister. <laughs> uh, no, hey. I like somebody come over to the house and say, dog, you got some extra drawers? Is it really the same? <laughs> no, well, if I give you them drawers, you ain't got to worry about that, dog. I don't, first yeah. of all. <laughs> Can I borrow some of yeah, you? Yeah, I ain't got no brand new ones just in there, so they have yeah. been worn. And once you wear them, trust and believe, I don't want it back. Man, I had to give a dude a pair of swimming trunks one time. He didn't have no, mm-hmm. I gave him some. Mm-hmm. Then he going to bring them back. I said, oh, no, dog, them yours. <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, 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 no, man, I can't keep these, man. These good, man. These nice, man. No, no. Them yours. <laughs> Isn't that the them story yours. of Oprah and Gail, how they got together? Draw? But yeah, yeah. It's something like that. Yeah, look it up. Mm-hmm. How they really? how they became best friends. It was either Oprah spending the night at Gail's house or Gail spending the night. Anyway, the next day, she didn't have any. She needed some underwear, and one of them lent the other one a pair of underwear. Probably Gail. I'm going to go with Gail. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> anyway, she gave it to her. She gave the underwear to her, and and uh, the story was if you can lend a person who are, if you can lend a person your underwear, give someone your underwear like that, then you're destined to be best friends. But yeah, that's a true story. You didn't have uh, you can, didn't have no more questions for the CLO. Yeah, I have questions. one more, but we were talking about borrowing and lending, and it made me think of that. Oh, okay. One last one is Shane, and you asked me to tell it, Shane in DC. Yes, you did. <laughs> You said we're not going to look well, it I up. I wish I had no. I wish I had no. Go ahead, Shirley. You brought up the underwear anyway. It was about wigs. Shane in D.C. says, I'm a 37-year-old married man, and my wife and I were out recently, and I saw a side piece from 10 years ago who I slept with right before I got married. She introduced her son, who looked to be about 10 years old, and he sort of looked like me. So I'm worried. Should I call and ask her about this boy or not? Better go on about your business, boy. What? Why are you hopping and popping? Better go on about your business, man. Uh, <laughs> he's well, he's going to want to know if that's his son. 
I think it's noble of you to want to know if that's your son. Yeah. Um, I would go Don't ahead and make the phone call. Because <laughs> to go on about your business ain't in the best what interest of that? the child. And uh, if it is yours, you should know. And you should get over there and be busy taking care of it. Man, go on about your business. <laughs> What is you that? Know, like, oh, boy, you know, man, too late. like you left your ATM card 10 years ago oh, over her house. Man, yeah. this, this, this is a baby, man. What you talking about? All right. Go on about your business, man. <laughs> Ignore that Keep damn moving, human being over there, man. Look just What's like it? you. So damn what? <laughs> All right. We got to roll on. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Please make sure you check out another hilarious episode of Judge Steve. It happens tonight. It comes on tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC and Hulu. Judge Steve Harvey's court is now in session, Steve. Doing yeah, well with the show, huh? Yeah, the show is doing really, really well, man. So uh, it's been picked up for a full season. So, Wow, and, uh, congratulations. We're back at work. Uh, we're yeah. back at work. It's so good. Uh, today. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. We're back at work today. Pray so, for me. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. In other entertainment news, late last week, we heard about Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. We heard that they were breaking up, but we've since learned that that was just a rumor. Okay. Both Riri and ASAP uh, were trending topics over allegations that he cheated on her. Enter the woman who he supposedly hooked up with, uh, Amita Mwadi, uh, who popped up to squash those rumors, calling the story an unfounded lie. She said she normally doesn't respond to stuff like this because it only gives it life, but she had 
to respond to this one. She said it's an unfounded lie. Riri and ASAP were, were spotted in an airport in Barbados on Friday. And of course, we all know Rihanna is expecting her first child with ASAP Rocky. Oh, and the guy who started the rumor about Riri and ASAP, um, some fashion writer, uh, has issued an apology after receiving much backlash. Oh, the clout. Wow. See, yeah, I mean, see, yeah. his yeah, see, the streets we were talking. See, but see, his ass need to be suspended or something. That's what I be talking about, man. You, can, you attack mm-hmm. these famous people with false, untrue information, and then you get to issue an apology and walk away. You sue these celebrities for stuff they didn't do. Then when they find this unfounded, then you get to skip, oh, I didn't get no money, I walk away. That should be a penalty for people who try to take advantage of people's uh, position in life to further theirs. And then right. when it don't work out, you get to walk away. Just spin his ass, man. Had a celebrity done something like that, something would have to happen to him. That'd be a cancellation culture. You gotta mm-hmm. start. Some gotta start happening to people that try to because the damage is lives. done. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. I, I mean, everybody yeah. was talking about that. He issued an apology. What you tell the lie for? Yeah. <laughs> Did you not think it was gonna have legs? What? Right. All right. In other entertainment news. Showtime's new series, The First Lady, takes a look into what goes on in the White House from the First Lady's point of view. Actress Michelle Pfeiffer plays Betty Ford. Former X-Files actress Gillian Anderson plays Eleanor Roosevelt. And Viola Davis plays Michelle Obama. Now, some people on Twitter and other social media platforms are bringing attention to Viola pursing her lips a lot. They say she's, you know overly pursing her lips as Michelle Obama. Um, the the Oscar winner, Viola Davis, uh, says she did a lot of research into Michelle Obama to make sure her portrayal was spot on, uh, makes a kissy face throughout most of the series. And uh, while the real former uh, first lady did purse her lips often, viewers thought Viola Davis appeared to exaggerate it just a bit. So there. Viola Davis, the actress yeah. of our time. The great actress. Yes. What, what are you talking about? This really? woman is like seen it, but... impeccable as an actress. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Remember those Classy. tears? Oh, God, man. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis is real. I ain't even seen yeah. it. I already know that. Twi- yeah, you know, some people ain't got nothing else to do. I nothing. Know. nothing. No. She, she perching her lips too much. <laughs> what? Well, no, you got a problem research. with Family Feud, then. Because what right? do you do with your lips? You're the lip All expert. That, what do you think, yeah. Steve? Well, you know, see, being a, or having a pair of any of excessive, extensive nature, or more of a voluptuous <laughs> side. You, you know, I'm just trying to people with people with large lips. You may think it's an extra perch. I, I've been <laughs> accused before somebody has took a close-up of my lips and thought it was somebody's ass. It has gone so far as to, or, oh man, what is that? Who needs this them? You know, I've had a whole lot oh, of it. You know, I know oh. I get accused of being an extra perky. Every time we bring up lips in a story. I know. Yeah. Here you, well, go. you need to come to the expert, expert on the show, on the show. call. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, like if we ever talk about eyes, guess who see, we talk? Surely. <laughs> you know, we ever talk about eyes, you know, you know, you know, if we talk about sickness, 
Yeah. You, know, you got somebody to come <laughs> oh, on here by shit, you know. And you know, for the know, record, I have you, grown into my eyes. Okay. You know, you're damn near. Not quite. <laughs> you, know, and, and then, you know, you know, if you want to hear something real country, real, <laughs> yes. real country, like Mississippi-ish, we know who to go to. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you got anything to do with, you know, being short, you know, we got somebody on the show to come on. <laughs> come on. We so cover we're covering like every area. Yeah. Just we're yeah. uh, hood-related incidents <laughs> or, or activity committed a crime against a, a relationship or woman. Alleged charge. Carla, you know. Allegedly, cover a lot. You know, anything to do with rock allegedly. music, bands, roadie stories, reference where our engineer Dave. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's a lot. We got a lot. We cover the spectrum, you know, yeah. You know, hospitalizations, you know, Medicare, what covers kill. You yeah, know. got all that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're your reference. We're here for yeah. you. You have resources. You know, uh, if, well, even job this, references. This story you know, is about I'm in job references, too, because I've had a lot of different jobs. Yeah, you know, yeah. anytime you want to discuss divorce, failure, yeah. you know, That's stuff like that. <laughs> Inability to do well in school. You know, you come to me. Stuttering. You, know, you want to talk about speed, you go to Junior. You want to talk about getting your ass roasted, you go to Tommy. You know, stuff like that. All right. <laughs> we get it. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, the IRS tax deadline was yesterday, and Steve Thank will give us Jesus. some tax tips. Speaking of experts. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday was the IRS tax deadline to file your tax returns. The IRS estimated over 15 million people filed for a six-month extension, which, of course, is October 17th. Now, in addition, if you still haven't received your return and you filed electronic electronically, you can use the IRS agency, um, the IRS agency's Where's My Refund tool. Okay. So, Steve, i got to ask you this. You recently did an interview, and you recalled owing the IRS millions and millions of dollars. I think it was about 22 or something you said. You said when you went to work and took every gig to pay them back. That's what you did. And uh, so we got to ask you, do you have any tax advice, any tax tips you want to share? Tip number one, as soon as you get a notice in the mail from the IRS, don't get mad and talk about I ain't got it and throw it to the side. <laughs> get that damn letter. Open it up uh-huh. and get busy responding. You got to call somebody. They got a lot of tax numbers now. Like if you know, oh, the IRS more than $10,000 and all this here. Call this number right here. These things really do work. My problem with my debt was I thought I had paid. I signed the checks and I signed the tax forms. Mm -hmm. What had happened was they ended up being on the floor of my former accountant's office for seven years. So you figure seven years of back taxes back in the 90s. You know, I mean, you know, know, starting back in the 80s to the early 90s and then discovery that you owe that money. And then by the time I put the penalties together, I owed them a lot of money. So, like, now, if I get any... They let any, you go that long? Well, see, Seven if you years. don't file... See, here's the deal. If you don't file, they don't know. Mm. And then you got to remember, man, this was happening in the 90s. Computers weren't quite as 
dialed in as they are now. Well, let's clarify that is not a tax tip. <laughs> what you just It said. is a tax tip. The <laughs> what tip I'm trying it. to give you is this right here. <laughs> you may okay. could have got away with it for seven years because I didn't have a lot of income prior to that. Mm-hmm. You understand? But once you yeah. get up into this money, they're going to want their money. What I'm saying yeah. to you is as soon as you get a tax notice, don't no throw it to the side. <laughs> Open that letter side. up and make a phone call. If it's over $10,000, get you an attorney mm-hmm. and get you some help. Get a tax attorney or call down to one of these tax bureaus, HR Block, somebody, yeah. Jackson, mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call somebody and get you some help and start talking to some people. <laughs> Ignoring them people is not good. Because yeah, they, they will come take your stuff. They will come for you. And they got the power to take everything. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All I got for you. That's, That's it. it. That's your tip. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, you expert, you. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, uh, we're going to check your voicemail, Steve, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to check your voicemail, Steve. If you want to leave a voicemail for Steve Harvey, call him at 877-29-STEVE. So here we go. You ready, Steve? This caller is from Kentucky. Her name is LaToya. Hey, Steve. This is LaToya from Louisville, Kentucky. I'll be listening to your stuff every day. And, yeah, you know, just like today, you said all glory to God. But I look forward to hearing your messages. Even when I'm running late for work, I'm doing a hundred, but I'm listening to your radio show. You give me a lot of inspiration, a lot of hope. And, you know, I'm starting to doubt a few things, but you... All glory to God, like you said, but you, you letting God use you. And I, and I thank you for that because you are touching thousands of people. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. And uh, all glory to God. I can't take no credit for that. I, and this ain't a pat on my back. I'm just trying to be obedient, mm-hmm. in, at least in some area of my life. Because I ain't obedient all the time. Mm-hmm. But I just be trying to get it right most of the time. I'm way better than I used to be. Thank you. Amen. 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 I used to fall every day. I used to get up to fall. (laughs) We fall down. (laughs) We we get up. up. (laughs) All right, Steve, here's uh, Robin from Baltimore. Hey, Steve, this is Robin from Baltimore. Thank you for doing what you're doing and being who you are. I love all of your shows. Everything you enter is hilarious to me. I love the family food. My mama, rest in peace, she loves family food. Even in a hospital, she watched family food. But Tommy, if you don't get Sabrina off ready to love, I'm sick of her. Get her off of there. She is not ready to love or like. Uh, have a good day. <laughs> Not even to like. Oh she was ready God. to love or like. Mm. <laughs> oh, she was so funny. She ain't Sick ready to like. <laughs> Sick of her. But Tommy, have a good day. Sabrina done drove people yeah. crazy, boy. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina off the chain. I agree with Rob. Yeah, Ooh, she off the yeah. chain a little bit. <laughs> love the show, though. Yeah, have a good day. Thank you. <laughs> Friday night, baby. Yeah. Steve... No words of encouragement or love for Robin from Baltimore. Um, no, she loved the show. I was grateful. I just know uh, we got to get Sabrina off this damn show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the bigger problem was Sabrina. <laughs> you need to do something. She's not ready to love or like. Or like. No. 
<laughs> Thank you. All right, so Steve, this caller left a message about her baby. Let's let's listen. Mm-hmm. I ain't good. Hey, Steve Harvey. My name is Marsana. I have a two-year-old who can fully recite his ABCs, and he can count to ten. I don't know if that's impressive to you, but it's very impressive to me and almost everybody we run into. Everyone doesn't think that he's two. Everyone thinks he's like four or five. So I'm impressed with him and I'm going to keep working at it. And hopefully we can count to 20 by the time we get back at you or you get back at us. So thank you. Well, you know, I'm real happy. I'm real happy that you impressed with your baby and everything. Um, I don't know your baby. And you know what? I ain't never heard your baby count. You know, I, you know. but don't call here no more telling us that your baby can count to 10. Everybody baby can count to 10. Who, who, baby, who baby can't count to 10? Uh, at two, what, we don't know this here. But who care, though? If your baby can count to 200, what is it going to do for us? Stop calling here bragging about y'all's baby. My baby can my baby can oh, count to cute. ten. So damn what? At two, that's impressive. One, two, you don't know the baby too. So what? Baby <laughs> might not know next. nothing else. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing worse than a little smart ass stupid baby. <laughs> baby sitting up in here counting his ass off. Can't drink water. You want to impress me? Potty train yourself. That was impressive to me. Come in here, all this counting. You can count, but your ass standing here holding on to the edge of the coffee table. Do doing on yourself in front of company. If you want to impress me, is your baby earning any money at two? We gotta go. Coming up next, it is the nephew. No more baby. No more baby stories. No more. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, they let their husbands run wild. Hmm. Find out what that is. Get into that in just a little bit. Because right now, it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. Neff, Uh what do you have for us today? I have unorthodox methods. Uh-huh. Unorthodox methods. Cat dog, if you would. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh trying to reach Brother Robert. And speaking. Hey, how you doing? I'm uh, I'm calling you from the church. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing super fantastic. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, uh hey listen, man, we wanted to uh uh uh, uh being one of the brothers of the church, I wanted to give you a call. Man, you didn't make it today, but you now, well, you know, your wife stood up today and uh, asked us to keep y'all in our prayers because y'all are definitely trying to bring a, a new child into the world. And, and she let us know that, you know, uh, she, she's, she's uh, being a little older now, 41, 42. You know, she said it takes a little longer to try and conceive a child than, you know, in your earlier years. So we, we definitely wanted to let you know, man, that we, we got y'all in our prayers, man. Uh, man, you just don't know how much we appreciate that, man. Yeah, we've been trying, but I know with with prayers, all things are possible. Yeah, well, we definitely wanna definitely wanna keep you all in our prayers, man, and uh, uh, hope that you all able to conceive this child and bring you know bring 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 a new a new child into this world. You know, the, the book says be fruitful and multiply. Definitely, definitely. Now, who who's this again? Bro, it's brother Arthur. Brother Arthur. I, I don't know if you know me directly, but I'm, I'm brother Arthur, one of the brothers at the church. Oh, okay, okay, brother Arthur. Thank you. No, 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 bro, Robert. What I wanted to ask you, man, was 
have you considered any uh, any alternatives, uh, methods as far as, you know, uh, maybe helping this situation? Uh, we've looked at a few. Uh, what, what, what are you referring to as an alternative? Well, I mean, I, I think I have a, a good uh, thing then that, that might be able to help this thing speed up the process and, 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 and you guys will be expecting in no time, man. Man, we definitely open for some things like that. What, what, what you got in mind? I mean, uh, well, what I have is a little, little unorthodox, man. But I think if if you allow me to to to, to help you on this, man, I think that you'll be definitely satisfied. And you know, man, if, if nine months from now you guys will be at the hospital waiting, looking for you, your baby boy, your baby girl, you know. Well, clarify unorthodox. Okay. Um, see what what I have in mind, man. Is is, is have you considered maybe? Like a surrogate father. Uh, clarify, <laughs> clarify, surrogate. I'm thinking the wrong thing. I don't. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. What do you mean by surrogate father? Well, what it is, man, is you know, you know, of course, a surrogate mother is someone that will carry a child for those that cannot carry one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So what? 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 Uh, I've gone to the doctor and got myself checked out, man. Good physical and everything. I'm physically fit and everything. And, you know, maybe I guess the complications are coming from uh, you as far as the child not being, you know, you're not being able to conceive right now. No, 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 ain't nothing wrong with me, man. Okay. Now, now what you mean by you physically fit? I mean, what, what the hell they got to do with Sherry? Well, see, what I'm saying is if, if, if well, you know, if you, if you allow me to come over and, and, and supply my services, I mean, let's say if you left for a weekend, man, and, and I stayed over there, by the time you get back, man. Man, what the f- wrong with you? Is, is this what's going on at this church, man? Am I at the wrong church? They, they, you you telling me you trying help me understand. You saying you want to come over and, and, and have sex with my wife? Well, I mean, I mean, don't, don't look at it like that. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as if I'm helping you I mean, all what you're telling me is directly you just ain't use those words. Excuse me now? Okay. You okay. telling me you want to come have sex? With my wife. No, no, no. I want to come over and just apply my services, man, and put you guys in a better position that you will be able what to have a child services? in your life. You, you understand what I'm saying? You understand where I'm coming from? No, I don't. Sound like you tell me you want to have sex with my life, man. What the f- is wrong with you, man? Hey, hold, hold on, hold on. No, this, this, this brother Arthur, man. Listen, see, what I'm, what I'm trying to do... Man, I don't give a f- if you brother Charles. Who the f- is brother Arthur, man? I don't know you. And then you talking about the church. What kind of shit? This this. No, no, this, really the church don't have nothing to do with this. It's me calling you to lend but you. Well, you calling me saying I'm trying church. to be, if you allow me to be the surrogate father, I'll have a pregnant by the end of the week. Man, you got me f***ed up. As soon as I see, I'm coming to Bible study Tuesday to see you. You show up at Bible study so I can see who the f*** you are. Okay, okay, bro. Guaranteeing me you want to have brother, brother, my wife. Man, what brother, kind of Hey, brother, if you keep looking at it like that, how is we going to get this? How are we going to get past this so we can get you to this child, man? We ain't going to get past this. You talk about having sex with my wife. Where your wife at? Brother, you ain't got no wife? So I, I, I have a, a wife, brother, Robert. What I'm trying to do is help you along with yours and getting this child conceived. That's what I'm trying to help. Brother, you can't help me talking about having sex with my wife. You said on other that I didn't think you was going that far with it. How the you get my phone number? Well, you know, we, we have people listed at the church. We have all phone numbers listed. He lists mine. And when I get that to you, I hope to see you because I'm going to punch you and Hey, look, man, why don't I, why don't I speak to your wife uh, when she comes to church this week and I'll see how man, she... Man, don't say a thing to my wife. Hold on. I'm just going to talk to her and see how she feels about 
maybe, maybe you know, using man, this particular. No, no, you can't say. Man, don't even look in her direction. Brother, brother, about, man, who are you? I need to see you myself. Okay, what, 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 what is all the anger though, brother? What, what, what? what? Man, you, man, you wouldn't be angry. You just sitting here telling me. Let's flip the script. I'm gonna come have sex with your wife. Okay. You should get angry. Okay, brother, I, I I got one more thing I need to tell you. Is, are, are, are you ready for, can I say this? Man, you better hurry up before I hang up in your face. Okay, are you are you listening, brother Rob? I've been listening. I'm tired of listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. <laughs> Man, what you say? Hey. Man, hey, Tommy, hey. you can't be doing By the time you get back, I'm just uh, you, right, she'll be. Wait a minute, let's be, clarify. Yeah, we want to be clear on everything. What do you mean by unorthodox? What do you mean? But he was on his sure way. We're on the same page. Sure. Uh, I'm punching past in the mouth and I'm He was on his way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See that man right. alone. Oh, you play too Stupidity much. at its best, baby. Stupidity at its best. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. I never actually right. thought about a surrogate father, though. I mean, they do have surrogate mothers, but uh, <laughs> now that you mention it, Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. That is so crazy. Let's be clear. Wait a minute. It ain't me. But his his reaction, he was still yeah. kind of in it a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, you play too much, Tommy. Like, yeah. oh, you ignorant. <laughs> he was really kind of still yeah. bad about the it. The thought of someone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Just um, had him going. Yeah. Love, <sighs> love it. <laughs> what, you you yeah, proud of yourself? Is that why you yeah. signed oh, his breathing? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> what? Exhale. Exhale. Mm-hmm. Anywho, <laughs> you know wow. my my, my uh, it's it's just a genius that I am. You know that just oh, uh, what just... magnify. I just I just sit back and I just I just oh accept, he's stunting right now. Oh, okay, go ahead. Accept the word being genius? the genius that I am. It's, it's, I am. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. Huh? Go together. All right. Um, Y'all don't. Thank you, nephew. Nope. Uh, Coming up next, it is my strawberry letter. The subject is, they let their husbands run wild. Yeah, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Pop, pop. Just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Could be Right yours, now. You know? Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. <laughs> Thank you. You sound a little like Don Cornelius <laughs> this morning. All right. Uh, thank you, nephew. Subject, they let their husbands run wild. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for two years and I'm 25 years old. My husband is 26 and he pursued me heavily until I let him take me out. We had a great first date and he told me that he loved me. I fell for him really quick and we got married in no time. He lived out in the suburbs and I had an apartment downtown, so he stayed with me mostly before we got married. Right before the wedding, I moved in with him and I met three other married couples in his neighborhood. They were all professional men and they loved to golf, mainly because it was a status thing for them. And I asked my fiance at the time why he never mentioned these friends. And he said, they're his neighborhood friends and he didn't really hang out with them because he was single. I got upset and asked him if he was rushing into marriage to fit in. He said, absolutely not. And I did not nag him about it. Fast forward to present day and we'd been married for two years. My husband thinks it's okay to hang out with his neighborhood friends every Friday and Saturday night. It's fine if they're in the backyard or in one of their man caves, but they like to go to the city to hang out. I'm the only wife in the group that has a problem with it. One of the wives told me that as soon as I start getting tired of my husband, I will look forward to him hanging out at night. My husband said that I'm making us look bad as a unit because I'm always calling around complaining about him being out. I don't like that they let their husbands do whatever they want to do, and I hope it doesn't rub off on my husband. He's not a big drinker, but now he's buying liquor and building up his bar to show off to his friends. Is there any way to keep my husband at home? Well, you could lock the bedroom door and throw away the key, you know, keep him in there. But of course, you're not going to do that. I I just think this thing started from the very beginning. I mean, you guys went really fast. I mean, to begin with, you said he told you he loved you on the first date. Um, That was quick, very quick. So now that you've been married for two years, at 28, he'd rather hang out with his boys on the weekend. Um, At 28, that just seems rather odd. It seems like you guys would still be honeymooning, getting it in at this age. Um, uh, He's 28 now, you're uh, 27. I I do think it's something to him rushing to, to fit in with the rest of his suburban friends. You mentioned that. He denies it, but there is something to that. He is trying to impress him. You mentioned the liquor. He's trying to build up his bar, and he doesn't even drink all that. I mean, they they do the same things together, leaving their wives at home when they go to the city. Um, 
and, and your husband, I don't know. I, I think you guys need to work out some sort of compromise if you want to stay together. Because uh, you guys, at the rate you're going, you might end up in divorce court. I mean, you got to schedule some date nights. You got to work on your marriage. Stop calling around looking for him because he doesn't like that. Stop talking to these other messy wives who seem bitter. They don't even like their husband at, husbands at this point. Uh, they said, you know, when, when he starts getting on your nerves, you'll be happy. All of that. You, you don't want to hear that. You, you need to work on your marriage if that's what you want. Um, you know, let them know how you feel. Um, don't, you know, that doesn't require an argument or anything like that. I mean, if he doesn't want to try to fix it, then you know where you stand. Your marriage is in trouble and uh, you guys are young. You know, you're going to, you're going to come up against some hurdles. You might want to consider counseling, at least something to try and keep your marriage together. But first, you know, let them know how you feel. Communicate. Steve? Great response, Shirley. I'm I'm stuck on this letter <laughs> in a couple of ways uh, because there's so many things wrong here, uh, young sister. I hate to tell you that, but all right, here goes Uncle Steve. Let me try to help you out. They let their husbands run wild. Let. Okay, we'll get into that in a minute. You've been married for two years. You're 25 years old. Your husband, 26. Now, this is young now. This is young to be married. I just want to tell you that right off the dribble. We had a great first. He pursued you heavily until you let him take you out. You had a great first date. He told me that he loved me. I fell for him really quickly, and we got married in no time. Pump your brakes. Stop. Here is the whole problem in this whole letter. It's wrapped up in that statement right there. I fell for him really quickly, and we got married in no time. Well, that's the whole problem. You did not take the time to know the score. You did not take the time to read the book. You did not take the time to go over the chapters. You just jumped into it. Anybody that's married will tell you marriage is a challenge. It's beautiful. But Lord have mercy, it's a challenge. And you didn't even have enough information about your mate going in. Now, he lived out in the suburbs. You had an apartment downtown, so he stayed with you most of the time before you got married. Right before the wedding, I moved in with him. That's out in the suburbs. I met three other married couples in his neighborhood. They were all professional men. They loved to golf, mainly because it's a status thing for them. And I asked my fiance why he never mentioned these friends. And he said they're his neighborhood friends. And he didn't really hang out with them because he was single. Right there. Right there. And you know why he didn't hang out with them? Because as married people, they weren't doing the things that he was doing as a single man. You got that? When we come back, the rest of it will get unfolded right in front of you. Hope you enjoy it. And please stay together after my response. It's not over. It's just troublesome. All right, Steve, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's strawberry letter subject. They let their husbands run wild. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject. They let their husbands run wild. Hmm. Yeah, they do. They let their husbands run wild. Now, you're 25. You've been married this man, 26. You got married really quick. You got married in no time, according to the letter. He lives out in the suburbs. He spent all the time downtown with you in your apartment. 
When you all got married, you discovered he had three friends out there in the suburbs who were all married. You wanted to know why he didn't tell you about them. He said because they didn't hang out because he was single and they were married. Like I said in the beginning, when you get married in no time, you don't know the whole story. You can't get a better picture of the view of the picture. You haven't read the book. You don't have enough information. So now this is going to come back to bite you. Now, uh, he didn't really hang out there because he was single. So then you got upset and you asked him if he was rushing into marriage to fit in. He said, no, absolutely not. And so you didn't nag him about it. Fast forward to present day. Now, we're talking two years now. Two years done passed now. And my husband thinks it's okay to hang out with his neighborhood friends every Friday and Saturday night. Wow. Now, part of this is because of two things. Number one, his his friends have been married for a while now. I guarantee you those three friends are a little older than he is. And also, this has something to do with youth. To want to hang out with your boys every Friday and every Saturday. I get to hang out with my main boys twice a year. Twice a year is when I get to hang out with my boys. All 12 of us get together. And it's twice a year. That's it. Now, it's been twice this year because of funerals. Sad to say. But that's how long we've been friends. Now, we hanging out. You hanging out twice a week? Every Friday and Saturday. And you like it okay if they in the backyard or you in one of their man caves, but then they like to go to the city to hang out. Now, you the only wife in the group that's got a problem with it. One of the wives told me as soon as I started getting tired of my husband, I would look forward to him hanging out at night. See, so obviously they've been married longer than two years. They've been married for a while, and this is the feeling that she has. Uh, my husband said that you're making us look bad as a unit. <laughs> That's funny right there. When the dude told her, you're making us bad as a unit by complaining to the other wives because you're the only one complaining. Well, the unit dog is a marriage. That's a little bit more important than a unit. A unit is an office space downtown. A unit is a collection of coworkers. You all are a unit. No, no. This is a marriage. It's very different. I don't like that they let their husbands do whatever they want to do, and I hope it don't rub off on my husband. I don't know what you're hoping against. It already does. He hang out every Friday and Saturday. You hope it don't rub off on your husband. It done rubbed. He with them every Friday and Saturday. Ain't that what the letter for? It, it done rubbed. He's not a big drinker now, but he buying liquor and building up his bar to show off to his friends. Well, that's good because the bar is at the house. See, you're getting him closer to home. And they're going to be drunk, but they are going to be closer to home. (laughs) Is there any way to keep my husband at home? Well, there is a way to keep your husband at home, but let me tell you what's happening right here. The reason they go out every night, every Friday and every night, because what's out there in them streets is more exciting than what's happening at home. Mm. Period. Mm. This is a fact. 
If your husband is gone every Friday and every Saturday, I'm assuming y'all been at work Monday through Friday, and all of them get together every Friday night and every Saturday night, is because they're blowing off steam from the work week and they're blowing off the steam without their wives. Something is happening out there in them streets that's more exciting than what's happening at home. Whatever happened to date night? Mm. It would seem to me like since all y'all are friends, it would seem to me like as couples, y'all would get together and it would be one couple's responsibility to host an event at their house or plan the, uh, the, the, uh, the date night for you all. So if your guys did a Friday night, Everything would be cool if the ladies and everybody got Saturday night. You ever seen a mob movie? You ever seen a mob movie? Even the mob movie, they had a night with a family, but yep. then they had a night where their girlfriends all met down at the cabana or the cotton club. Even gangsters know you got to take care of your family. These four fools and got together on the weekends and decided ain't no damn family. That's about as dumb. Even they do that in a gangster movie. You got a night for the girlfriend. You got a night for the wives. Y'all, both day nights is shot. Y'all stupid. Y'all need a date night. Y'all need a couple's night out so y'all can save y'all's marriage. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if this continue every Friday and every Saturday, you can't stay married like that. I don't care who you are. All right, we're moving on. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey on Instagram, Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast, please. That's on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, you know what time it is. It is time for Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time for Sports Talk. What you got? Okay, Shirley, but before I get to sports talk, let me just let everybody know, in Dallas, June June 4th, it's the fourth annual Kears Hope 5K Run and Fun Walk. It's that time of year. Go to kearshope.org. That's K-I-E-R-S, hope.org. K-I-E-R-S, hope.org to register, man. Looking forward to seeing y'all June 4th. Okay, uh, uh, man, boxing. I don't know if you got to see this weekend, uh, but Errol Spence Jr., uh, he stops uh, Udonis Ugas in the 10th round, man. And fight His whole right eye was just swole. They just had to stop. It couldn't see no more. They just stopped the whole I, fight. That's the fight I missed. I tried yeah. to watch the other fight on Showtime with uh, Fernando on it. Yeah, you missed that one? No, I saw that one. I've I learned how to go look on, on demand. I found Showtime on demand. <laughs> I just found that yesterday. I just want to say that. I mean, just Welcome. found that. Yeah. Well, now, man. To the uh, world. Mm-hmm. Errol Spence Jr. says, man, it's time. And, they, and Terrence Crawford said, congratulations. They both champs. They say, hey, man, quit ducking me. It's time to have a fight. Errol Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford. Been two I don't years, know man. who. I, don't I know can't who even call that, that one. fight, man, because yeah. I'm going to tell you something. That Terrence Crawford, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Lord have mercy. That boy, that boy is not a game, man. Nah. He is nah, not man. a game. So, uh, also, Unc, man, I need to come use your uh, sports ball, Unc. I, I, you got I need more TVs. I can't keep up with all these games. I need way more TVs. <laughs> For sports talk. Yeah. All these, man, all these basketball games, all this stuff. that I need way more TVs than this. Wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Did you say you need to come use mine? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Wait a minute. Use Girl, mine for there. your sports segment. Yeah, because you got you got like eight no, no, TVs. No, no, see, listen. Listen to me. You want to come use mine for your sports segment. 
Yeah, because uh, I got to do a lot See, of uh, shit. Now, let me tell you what's going to have to happen. Because you ain't finna come over here and use mine. So now, let me tell you what your other option is. Maybe what? you need to cut sports way down to just one TV. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you need Wait to just pick pick one sporting event that you're going to comment on. I'm all on. on my phone. I'm using the TVs I got in here. Man. We we still seven short. You got eight. You ain't using all them TVs. I don't understand. You got, why, that's Let exactly right. Why would I go to a sports bar when you is the sports bar? Exactly. <laughs> you are the sports But see, here's the difference between me and the sports bar. The uh-huh. sports bar wants you to come down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, when NBA actually They had chicken wings, nachos <laughs> for you. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> not if not if you coming. <laughs> we'll go to NBA basketball once I get some more TVs. Y'all come let me come by the house. This is crazy. I'll be there. Just show up, Junior. Just show up. You need some more TVs then, don't you? (laughs) All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, kindergarten in Michigan brings margaritas to school and shares them with her classmates. Oh, my God. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this right after this. Cheers. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. In Livonia, Michigan, which is right outside of Detroit, a five-year-old girl allegedly brought single-serve bottles of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo tequila margaritas to school, which she shared with her, her, her other kindergarten classmates. And parents, needless to say, are outraged. One parent said her daughter was one of the kids at Grand River Academy in Livonia uh, who was given a Dixie cup that was full of... Uh, yeah, that was full of the margaritas from her classmate during snack time, okay? <laughs> this is crazy. What? She said her child had four or five sips of it, which left the kindergartner feeling woozy and a little dizzy. The of classmates course. were told it was just juice, so they had no idea what they were drinking. But the girl who brought it in later admitted she knew it was alcohol. 
really? <laughs> Five year old? She ass whooped. She need her little butt whoop. So, school employees called poison control since small children can easily uh, experience alcohol poisoning, but all the students involved were reportedly doing fine uh, afterwards. What? Mm-hmm. What? What is happening? What? What is happening? Them letters Sir. and them numbers. That's what's happening. They're too tough. <laughs> 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 we need a drink. Yeah, we need a drink in here. <laughs> a kindergartner. Um, yeah. Uh, in a letter to, to the parents, Grand, Grand River Academy says disciplinary measures will be taken against the student who brought in the margaritas. What While we try do? to keep an eye on what, everything. What are they going to do to a kindergartner? Yeah, I know. A five-year-old, right? They say they try to keep an eye on everything, but it's impossible sometimes. So, I mean, what? I I think that's crazy. So she just stole them from the house and took them to school, huh? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Everybody, her parents had a party. She brought Dixie cups. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason the reason with the most is well, the reason I did it was because when my mom and daddy drank it, they be having a good time. I just wanted to put a little excitement into show and tell. Yeah, right, it's yes. snack time. That little girl there knew what she was doing. Why'd you bring the yeah. alcohol in here? Have you listened mm-hmm. to Miss Wilson for eight hours? <laughs> <laughs> we need you a get, drink. You get a drink. <laughs> this is really, I mean, you know, we're laughing, but it, this is serious. God, Lock no, your liquor sad. up, you know, God. or something if you have kids, small children. I mean... <laughs> You wouldn't everybody think you'd have just, to do that. Everybody yeah. can't be parents. That's what I no. have learned. <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't think you have to do that. But, yeah, the kids watch every single thing that you do. Everything. That girl that is and they mimic fun. you. They imitate you. They, it's not so much what you say, but it's what you do around these little kids. kids. They're very anymore. impressionable. Mm-hmm. At school? Yeah. Yeah, no, they don't. Can't. That's, that's you just can't put your hands on nobody's child at school. No. No, you can't do nothing no you more. You can't do that no more. No. All this yeah. need to happen at home, no. though. Yeah. She poured the liquor at the house. Yeah. She came in there. <laughs> I don't even know how you do that. I couldn't even. Look, man, my daddy drank Canadian Windsor. There's no way I could have went up under that sink and took that fifth out there and took it up to that school. <laughs> A fifth? Without A fifth. dying. <laughs> First of all, brown liquor is very different from a margarita. One sip and your ass is alcohol poison. Yeah. This, this kid yeah. took about four or five sips. Yeah. But these, these are single thermos. serving cans, though. These are the cans. These are not the big fifths. So she no. was able yeah, to carry Yeah, I mean, yeah. but even a sip and a little kid. Yeah. yeah. She in there and she was the just woozy and a little dizzy. Wow. What, Junior, Drink this with what, your sandwich. She this was in there just pouring the drink. Cup. Put both your hands on your cup. Hold still. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking shots. They taste crazy. <laughs> not, this is really bad, man. Yeah, yeah. Watch <laughs> your kids. They knew something was wrong because somebody had stepped out their pamper. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they were told that it was just juice. <laughs> well, she told them. All right. Yeah, she, I know that it's just juice. Okay. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In weird news, a Kentucky man with an anxiety disorder asked his employer not to celebrate 
his birthday because it would trigger a panic attack, okay? However, his job ignored him. They surprised him anyway on his birthday with a, with a celebration in the lunchroom, and yes, he had a panic attack. He told them not to do it. They did it. He had a panic attack. His name is uh, Berling. Berling. He's a birthday boy. Berling quickly left and finished the rest of his lunch in his car and then texted his manager, upset that the company failed to accommodate his request. A day after the celebration, Berling was called into a meeting where he was confronted and criticized for his reaction to the surprise party. And get this, a week later, he was fired. Wow. Wow. He told them not to do it. They did it. He was criticized and then fired. But there's more. Wait. Berling fired a lawsuit against the company, and the jury awarded him $450,000. Go ahead, Come on, Berling. What did he do? He partied with that money. <laughs> <laughs> he told him not to do it. So yeah, he told he asked them not to do it. I, I have an anxiety disorder, but they did so it anyway. You throw me a party, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. He'll, he'll have a panic attack. Yeah, let me That's stop because this joke that I got is going to a lawsuit. So let me just <laughs> stop right now. Yeah. Are uh, yeah. Don't you say anything. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Would You Rather. Would you rather have to always lie to your friends or would you rather tell your enemies the truth? Oh, B. So which one? I ain't got no problem with B at all. Yeah, B. Perfect. (laughs) Just straight up 100. Dead in your face. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So you'd rather tell your enemies the truth than lie to your friends. I do it now. I'll tell them the truth and lie to them. The hell with (laughs) (laughs) I know how you guys feel about lying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, we cool. We cool. Uh Uh-huh. But we ain't. All right. But we ain't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Would you rather never be able to take a hot shower or never be able to eat fried food again? Mm. Never be able to eat fried food again. Yeah. Yeah. Catfish. Got to be hot. Got to be hot. Chicken. It's grilled chicken. You talking about not taking a shower? A hot shower. Yeah, hot. Well, shower. what other kind of shower is it? <laughs> a cold one? I knew you were going to say that. No, uh-huh. I can't take no cold shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sure can't take no cold shower. Okay, yeah. so you'll give up yeah. you'll give up fried catfish and fried chicken and fried Real and french fries. Catfish, catfish though. Catfish. Yeah, I'm saying catfish now. Come on. You talking about fried though. Fries. Yeah. I ain't got to have nothing fried. You can't take a shower? Uh, Are you kidding me? (laughs) Are you kidding me? At least you'll be a lot healthier. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, without the fried foods. All right. All right. Would you rather be the president of the United States for a day, just for a day, or would you rather be a billionaire for a day? What? Be. You don't want to be the most powerful man in the world? What he can't do nothing for a day. What what he can't do nothing. They're gonna veto everything you say. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you say he really has no power for a day. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna do this for the country. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. As soon as you sign it, they're gonna run all that out. They vote on it. 
I need that billion. Give me that billion. Gonna do if I get a billion, billion for one day, yeah, for one day I got a billion. Who uh-huh. set yourself up? Well, uh, the whole billion is gone. <laughs> in one day, in twenty-four hours. Can you you think you could spill a bit, spend a billion in one day? No, I'm not gonna spend it. I know where to put it. <laughs> I'm calling Robert Smith, and I need for him to just tell me what to do with six hundred million of it. The other four hundred million go get spent that day. <laughs> <laughs> On what are you what? gonna buy? That's the first thing. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. That's today's oh, today's round of Would You Rather. First, get the plane first. <laughs> Coming up it is, at forty nine minutes after. It'll be our last break of the day. Sorry, Steve. Our last break of the day and some interesting, interesting closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. You don't want to miss this coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100 percent sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. All right, our last break of the day, guys, on this Tuesday. It's been a good day. Yeah. Steve, though, um, (laughs) you're still a little upset, though. We, um, earlier, when we, we replayed some of your voicemails that our listeners leave for you, and there was yeah. a woman that called in. Remember, Steve? She called in about her baby. Well, please let's play, play it. it. Yeah, let's Thank play you. it so you can remember it. Hey, Steve Harvey. My name is Marsana. I have a two-year-old who can fully recite his ABCs, and he can count to ten. I don't know if that's impressive to you, but it's very impressive to me and almost everybody we run into. Everyone doesn't think that he's two. Everyone thinks he's like four or five. So I'm impressed with him, and I'm going to keep working at it, and hopefully we can count to 20 by the time we get back at you or you get back at us. So thank you. Was that him in the background at the end of it right there? Can you play the end of it again? Can can we get can I get the end of it again, Dave? Just what? See, look, look. While while Dave tries to find the end of that, uh-huh. I just want to say, you know, listen. When you call in and you're bragging about your babies and everything, look, congratulations. You know, happy that you happy. You know, and all this here. But you ain't got the only baby that can do that. I can promise you that. But you the one decided to call in and say, I don't know if this impresses you or not. Well, first of all, we don't have any proof. And we don't, we don't, you. see, watch, we watch this. get back this. at you, or you get back at us. So, thank you. No, I, I was talking over it. I was talking over it. I want you to hear something. Let me know when you got it, Dave. And then I'll be quiet. Because, you know, when y'all call in and talk about how brilliant these babies <laughs> is, I want you to know, Steve be listening. That you know, we listen. If you can you know, do you can that, it too. Call in here. No, Shirley, you know, first of all, you know, we don't really know the baby, too. You know, this is what you <laughs> say. How long? Said. Well, how long do it take to count to 10? You know, we all eventually get there. But I want to just be able to rip them off one behind the other. We don't know if, you know, baby just sounded like it's like 10 or 
something like that. You know, that's that's when I'll be impressed. You know, but don't don't call it here because what I want you to hear is what I heard on the tape. Because while you was bragging on the baby, I heard the baby in the background say something my damn self, and that's why I'm a little curious. Let let me know, Dave, when we get there, and I'll just be quiet so I can let y'all hear what I heard in the background while you've been bragging on the little brilliant baby, how smart the baby know his ABCs and the baby. Aren't you supposed to be doing closing remarks? These is my closing remarks. Because, see, we need to stop people. That's like people that show you their vacation pictures and all this here, and it don't be that impressive. This is us standing in front of the tree. Don't nobody give a damn about you standing in front of the tree. This is us walking in the cabin. So what? You know, calling here about your baby being that damn brilliant. Your baby ain't the only baby can count to 10. First of all, how long do it take him to get to 10? And he can say all the alphabet, or do he just make all the alphabet sign? T, T, T. That ain't saying the alphabet. You know how long it took me to learn the damn alphabet? Oh, that's that you what gonna call really in here about. with this two-year-old. He need to go in there and learn how to change his damn diaper. It's what he need to do. If you want to impress me, potty train this boy. I hope he a boy, too. Potty train him and teach him to quit peeing on himself yeah. and standing there holding the edge of that coffee table looking off in the space. Because I know what you're doing. I'm going to play the whole thing again. And I want you all to hear the very end. We're going to be quiet. And I want you to hear the very end of it. And then I'll stop it. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Steve Harvey. My name is Marsana. I have a two-year-old who can fully recite his ABCs, and he can count to 10. I don't know if that's impressive to you, but it's very impressive to me and almost everybody we run into. Everyone doesn't think that he's two. Everyone thinks he's like four or five. So I'm impressed with him, and I'm going to keep working at it, and hopefully we can count to 20 by the time we get back at you or you get back at us. So thank you. Did you hear the baby talk in the back? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, that right like there? Right? <laughs> <laughs> sound like a regular ass two-year-old to me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't impressed at all. You heard here it is again. <laughs> sound like his ass was whining to me. Shut your ass up and go in there and learn how to count to 20. You in here trying to impress me. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a little sleepy ass baby to me. Was, was he sleep? Him sleepy now. Yeah, he's sleepy because he too. Leave that baby done? alone. Leave that baby alone. <laughs> I, ain't here. I got an impressive baby. Well, we heard from the baby. We heard directly from the baby. And the baby sound regular to me. <laughs> but if he can do those things, that is impressive. It sounds like he can do it. Sound like he was whining. <laughs> I, I bet you he don't know the damn ABCs. I bet you. And if My anybody talking about they think he four or five, how big is his ass? Because I ain't <laughs> never thought a two-year-old was four or five. How big is his ass? And I bet his ass is probably four or five. Now, you trying to tell people he two. People think he four or five. Well, how big is this damn baby? Why are you mad at this baby? When's the last time Come you on. seen a two-year-old you thought was five? 
You're supposed to say something motivational, right? Yes. That was just, now, Sister Jenkins had a baby girl that was two that looked five. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh she 30 God. now. He 30? So Good Lord. So Playing in the WNBA. Hey, y'all, y'all have a great week. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.